We are getting a new look at the video showing a deadly officer involved shooting in Louisiana. We must warn you. Took it from the back. Well, the FBI has opened a civil rights investigation into the death of 37-year-old Alton Sterling. This cell phone video, this is another one, appears to show Sterling and two officers fighting outside of a store. Again, this is graphic video. We know Sterling was armed as things escalated when he was killed. The individuals involved in his murder took away a man with children who depended upon their daddy on a daily basis. My son is not the youngest. He is the oldest of his siblings. He is 15 years old. He had to watch this as this was put all over the outlet and everything that was possible to be shown. You know, a couple fatal shootings uh, happened this past week. Um, first was um, Alton Sterling, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then uh, this morning, you know, as we were prepping for the podcast, you know, another one released um, in Minnesota. Uh, I hope I'm getting the name right, Philando Castile. Yeah, um, yeah. There we going with that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, police officers, you know, yeah, you know, I'm shot and murdered, cold blood, um, by police officers, and you know, we've seen it, we've heard it before, we've seen over the, and over. We've seen the footage before, but I feel like there's something different about these two, where it's like, it, you know, it, it really kind of they all hit home, but it's like this, like you, like I saw, you know, Alton Sterling's body shaking, twitching after. Yeah, this one. The it's videos graphic, yeah. for both of these were pretty, like, you know, different from the others. It's like, look at this, it's cold proof right here. Like, how do you uh, debate this or, you know, spin this? You see them um, in the first video, you know, they, uh, they the two officers take down um, Alton. Yeah, Alton, Alton, I'm not, I mean. So they take yeah. him down. You see him, he's pinned down to the ground. And then. You hear one officer uh, yell gun or he has a gun, like, he has yeah. a gun or something like that, and then bam, you see the shots. Six shots, close range. Right there in chest. In chest, head head vicinity, you know. Um, and uh, you know, for those who are saying, oh, you know, he should have been listening to the police or this and that, you know, those police officers were extremely aggressive. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always thought, you know, police officers were supposed to de-escalate the situation. You know what I mean? Exactly. These, yeah, that sounds like the right word. That yeah, you know, and it's like these guys were, they were the aggressors. They escalated the situation, and you know, 
the man is trying to know what, like, what, who's, what is he being stopped for? Why is he, you know, these are questions that I would ask. Any, any, any yeah. <laughs> human would ask, like, you know, I think that's, uh, that's part of the issue. It's like, um, you seem like a certain group of people aren't allowed to, to question anything. Mm-hmm. It's more like, uh, hey, do this, do that. And if you yeah. don't listen, then, you know, it's a problem. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And. You know, a lot of people want to say, "Oh, he he had a gun." Yeah, he 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 did have a gun, but what a lot of people don't realize too is, you know, in the state of Louisiana, it is an open carry state. And he had a license to carry. Where you can carry your weapons openly, not concealed. You know, if you Google it, open carry state. This Louisiana, you can have a weapon, and you know. This is probably not the first time these police officers have encountered somebody, you know, with, with a weapon on them. And, it, you know, it was in his pocket. The guy was on the ground, detained. By they had two, him. You know, I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't, like, the world's strongest man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, you would think two trained officers can detain one man while he was already on the floor. On the floor, you gotta do it at this point. Flip him over, get the cuffs on. You're done. You're done. Exactly. And unfortunately, he really, you know, he really is done because, you know, that he was shot six, six, and then six times. I just, I can't. That's what really baffles me. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, even if you thought your life was threatened, the man is on the ground. If you see a gun in his pocket, you know what I mean. The odds of him getting to that gun. While two people are on him. You have him pinned. You have his own pinned. You know, it's like... And then what really got me a little bit is like, you know, they they, they took the, the convenience store's videotapes at first, you know. I mean, they were going to come out no matter what, but for them to take the footage, it's like, what yeah. did you need? What did you, you want to take that footage for? Because, you know, even if Mr. Sterling was committing a crime... That's it, you know. He whatever happened, he he at that point he was dead, so there's no need to take that footage for any type of evidence for for Mr. Stone. You know what I mean? Like he's you, you can't trial him. So it's like I feel you know they took it of course to get at, you know to get in front of they it. They got a stall. To they get, need to get their story straight. Exactly. Before exactly. the story gets out there, like at least we can we get some time. Yeah. Before they make us put the video out. Yeah, and it's just like you know. To say I'm at a loss for words would be, you know, would be an understatement. Just because, you know, we've seen it; it's it, it's happened before. It's but over and over. It, you know. Didn't the, the protests come? The protests come. The hashtags come. The Black Lives Matter come. But, you know, and back into it again. And back in then, uh, you know, a new song comes out, we forget about it, or you know, a new Pokemon app game comes out on your phone. Yeah, you know, great, great. great. <laughs> But uh, you know, I'm I'm joking. Just you know, to, yeah. But in all honesty, it's like, you know, it's it, <sighs> by this point we should know, the world should understand that it, this is it's a, this is a real issue. Yeah. It's not like a um, you know, it's not it's not some kind of made up black issue, Spanish issue. This is a real issue. There's mm-hmm. a there's a misuse of of power. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 been out of control, but at this point now, it's 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 like 
it's almost like a taunt it's sickening yeah, it is to a certain extent it's like haha we can get away with this you know what I mean yeah like you know what's crazy it's like in other countries they don't even carry uh, police officers don't even carry weapons yeah that's that's it. and they you figure out how to work with what you got you know mm-hmm. and it's like they feel and, and, and you know that, that's not gonna happen here but yeah. um and it's like I just feel like you know the, the the gun it should be the last resort you know what I mean it's like if it, then it's like you know it, if your officers keep doing this train them better put them in scenarios you know what I mean it's like it's definitely a lack of training going on but it, I don't know sometimes it's like it's can you even train? Can you? Can you? Tra- it's like there's something else going on where mm-hmm. it's like there is a strong racial. There's undertone. a strong racial undertone where it's mm-hmm. like black lives don't matter. Yeah. But uh, it's like I don't know. It's it's just this boogeyman complex that black and Spanish people have. That yeah. cops are already on the edge of their seat. That they they you know for a routine stop. Yeah, they're on the edge of their seat because in their mind this could. It's gonna go there. Yeah, and like you know, I you know I can't say it enough. It's like these they were the aggressors, the aggressors throughout that whole situation from their language, from their tone, from you know the the way they gra- you know they grabbed him initially, and it's like, you know, it's Fourth of July weekend, right? We're just coming off Independence Day, dude. You should you know I should wear my rights. Because, I, like I said, to start the pod off, you know, if that was me, those are the questions I'm asking. What are you... I have my right to know what I am being stopped for. Exactly. You know what I mean? And they're, they're just like, oh, get on the ground, get on the ground, listen here, listen there. But, you know, when what, when am I supposed to be told I'm already handcuffed? You know? And then, you know, you, you then you go to the one that happened um, that, we, that really hit the news cycle today. In Minnesota, right after back to back, back to back, and it's like wow, like that one I felt a little more because it's like, you know, you got um, you got the guy, his girlfriend, in the car, Philando, I I really hope I'm saying it right. No, I, I heard him, I heard them say the name of the loop. They said Philando. Philando. Okay. So I'm going with whatever they said. Yeah. Um, but you got his girlfriend in the car. He's bleeding, twitching, and you have an officer screaming at her. What is his gun already out? You know, telling her to get out. Like if she is a threat. That see this this situation is really it's it's, it's sad because um you you if you when you watch the video you see how scared the officer is. Yeah. You know you you hear it in the voice. You hear it as soon as he finished taking the shots. You hear him. Fuck fuck. He's oh, cursing yeah, yeah. like he's like. He's shaking yeah. up like, and he's, he's telling the lady, "Well, I, I told him not to reach. I told yes. him, not, I told him, he, I told him like, like he's pleading with her almost, mm-hmm. like, like it's his fault that this happened. It's not his fault." Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's right there. You see it. There's, there's so much fear. But my thing is, why, on the routine traffic stop, why do you already have your gun out of the holster? You know what I mean? So like, why is that your first reaction to try to calm a situation now? Especially if you're walking over for a tail light. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, if a tail light is out, the last... I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? You see it. Officers, they have their hand on their holster, I guess, when yeah. they're walking up to a car. Because you never know who's in there. But it's like, once you start speaking to a person, you know what I mean? It's like, when did that... Like, I, I didn't watch the video where the gun came out. Like, I didn't know how that happened. Yeah, I, don't, I assume that from what the yeah. girlfriend was saying is that she... He he said that um the, the guy that got shot, he yeah. said, by the way, I'm carrying... 
Mm. It's, it's in my pocket. It's in my pocket or whatever he said, and I have a license to carry. Uh-huh. And then if That's we true. go by what the what the girlfriend said, the officer said, "Give me your license and registration." And I guess after he was gone for that, he the took- officer it hit the officer that way. He has a gun too. Yeah. So it was just a, a really, really bad move by yeah. the officer. Like, it really, like, like that's really, like, just a lack of training, a yeah. bad decision-making. Yeah. He has a gun. You say, all right, dude, you have a gun, all right, you know what, don't move. You got, I need you to get out the car so I can remove the gun, and then you can continue with this, if you, if you feel that scared. Yeah. But let me, I, now, you, you know, you said bad decision-making, but it's like, had that person been white, would he, would they even have crossed his mind? Probably not. Probably not. I, I don't want to say yeah. it wasn't, but I would definitely say probably not. Mm-hmm. And, that's, uh. and that's where it all comes down to. You know what I mean? It's like, and I get it. Like, a lot of these officers, you know, I'm not trying to say every officer, every cop, every police officer is a bad person, but it's like, you know, I get it. Like, you are in tough neighborhoods. You are in rough neighborhoods sometimes. But it's like, you know, not everybody you deal with, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's trying to kill you. Yeah, you know some guys are just driving around with a busted tail light. You give them a ticket and that's it. And you can't really give tickets for that anymore. Like yeah, here, but so it's like you know these are routine. These are routine situations that because of the lack of training, the lack of um, proper protocol, you know, and to be quite honest, like we said, you know, a, there is a large racial undertone where you know. These officers feel like their lives are in threat, are in threat, or I mean, I I don't know, cause I feel like not all these police officers can be racist. Like I don't think of they course. go home nah. and they, you know, they put on their Ku Klux Klan uniform. But I, in the back of their mind, it's like but these, these been, stereotypes. Yeah. Exactly, you see what I mean? Like these stereotypes, almost just to the fact that they're kind of like brainwashed. You've been there, yeah, exactly. You're taught a certain way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So when you when you see it out in the real field, in the field, it's like. Okay, with this kind of person, I have to be like this because mm-hmm. this can happen. Mm-hmm. That's this is what they taught me. So this is how you know, and and and, and it is taught like that. Unfortunately, you know that you know mm-hmm. you got to deal with certain people a, a certain way to protect yeah. yourself. Because all these guys are taught at the at the end of the day through all the training, they're all taught that you at the end of the day need to go home to your family. You want to come home the way you came to work. Yeah. Like that is the the mantra. Of, of cops, police. That's their mantra. You're going, you're going to come home the way we came back. So whatever they got to do, to get they, home. they're going to do it. And it's it's unfortunate yeah. because it creates this air of fear. Like, yeah. they're afraid, and now we're afraid of them. So now yeah. it's just tension. Yeah. It's almost like a by any means necessary kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. And it's like you're instilling that, these beliefs, into these young, you know, police officers from like 18 years old, 19, 20 years yeah. old, you know? fresh into the academy and it's like it it has to start from the top up yeah you know? now what what top you know what I mean chief of police in um, Baton Rouge what happened maybe there uh, you know so, something needs to be done and I think you know it's so hard to say on a on a federal level because there's just so many police officers there's a lot it, you know it, ha- it has to be in the state and the thing is like the federal like they can try to do things but it's still up to the state to implement exactly. anything that they've said like yeah. if they like i think oh um, obama would just had like a, a little uh you know a press conference oh, yeah. about the whole situation and he was talking about it you know and they they did they have started committee they are a committee but like he said uh states aren't implementing what 
that's being you know suggested by these committees it's it's not gonna it's it's off or nothing really yeah it's yeah you 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 know you're talking on deaf ears um and then even like you know these body cameras went out coincidentally you know what i mean when yeah. the situation happened and it's like you know thank goodness for like cell phones and camera phones because like these stories wouldn't be coming you know what i mean yeah. it's like I just saw a thing on a meme yeah. that said, uh, "This violence isn't new; it's the cameras that are new." Yeah, and it's it's true. It's true. You know what I mean? It's like perception is reality. So it's like you can hear about it, but when you see a man twitching, or you see, you know, a girlfriend, pretty much with her dead boyfriend in the passenger side, blood, blood through his white T-shirt, little baby crying in the background. Like this is like I don't even know how they got the baby out that car. You know, because, like, yeah. and even when she got out the car, like, the way they were treating her was just, like, as if, you know, she had... Something on, like, she, she was going to pull out the second gun and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the way you speak, walk back, you scream and walk back with your hands behind your, I mean, like, walk backwards or something, something along those lines. I was just like, you got your baby crying in, in an officer's hand, and you have another officer screaming at you, and then the third officer on the passenger side just killed your boyfriend. It's like how, and you want me to be calm? That's yeah. That's an insane situation. You know, he honestly like because in situations like that, you you honestly you don't know how you would react. Yeah. You know what I mean? In situations like that, and I get that on the police officer side, but as a civilian, you're not in these types of situations day in day out. So if a civilian acts crazy or has like an adrenaline rush, I I'm okay with that. Because they are not the professionals that are trained exactly. by the ta- by the taxpayers' dollars to be able to. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, just calm the situation down, for lack of a better word. Because I, I really can't think of a better word. And that's what that's like one of the biggest issues is um defuse. You know, that's the word. Not defusing the situation. Defuse. And it's really, it starts with the fact that these officers. I feel like you know, for the most part, a lot of them aren't properly vetted before becoming officers. They're letting too many of these guys run the job that should not have a gun in their hand. They should not have a badge. That's true. But they pass the physical fitness, they pass a little uh, psych test, and they got the job. And it's like a lot of people aren't built to be cops. Mm -hmm. They aren't. And we keep hiring these people and you're going to keep getting these situations because a lot of people should not be cops. And a lot of them want to be cops for the power. The power that comes with the badge, you know. Maybe you got picked on in school. Maybe, yeah. you know, what I mean, your your girlfriend left you because she left you for the star athlete. I mean, well, I, don't, I don't know. And these are all, you know, just all going off on the tangent. These are not every single police officer, but it's true. What Todd says, these officers need to be vetted a lot better. You know, what I mean, you just shouldn't be able to take a test, do a couple push-ups, and now you're cop. Now you're, now you're <laughs> cop. You know, what I mean, look at a couple blot paintings. What do you see when you see this? You know. And it's like, I don't know, man. And it it really is sad because, you know, we're talking about it. And, you know, two people died. And, you know. And the sad part is that most likely nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. These cops will probably get it off. They probably will get off. And let me ask you this, Touch. If there were to be riots, do you think things would get solved or not? It's not even worth it. I don't know. I don't want to say it's not worth yeah. it, but it's it's just a it's, yeah. it's almost to the point where it's like I mean, 
You've done the protesting already, though. Yeah. We've done the marching. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just with riots. I mean, it's like you know, it's a double-edged type of thing. But now you're, you're but destroying it, people's yeah. property, and then it's like you see, this is why you know this you, way, yeah. you guys you guys don't know how to handle. It. You're doing it the wrong way. You're doing it the wrong way, yeah. But really, it's just I don't know. Is it the wrong way, or is it the way that you don't want us to do it? Because that might be the most effective way. Not not that I'm pro rioting, but mm -hmm. I am pro getting a solution to this because mm -hmm. nothing seems to be working. Uh, you know, like I, like I said, I'm not with the rioting. But what if you took the riots to the officers who 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 killed that man's neighborhood, yeah. not your neighborhood? Yeah, I mean, cause that's one thing I never really, I, you know, you're rioting in your own neighborhood. I would feel like, well, that's my, yeah, I agree with you there. I feel like, you know, when people like, like 1PP, yeah. City Hall, they're right next to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, you go, you take it directly there. I don't, I don't really get the whole marching down Times Square or across mm -hmm. the Brooklyn Bridge. Go to 1PP. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> That's where they're all at. Yeah. That's where you should be. Like, you know, in all of these cities, there is a police station yeah. and there is a city, city hall. hall. Go there. That is where the everything is happening. The hub at. of everything, yeah. <laughs> Go there. It's like, I don't get the riding in the neighborhood stuff. Go there. Mess up. Make it inconvenient for them. Yeah. Not for yourself. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always never understood that part of it. But, you know... <sighs> I don't know, man. It's a tough situation. I mean, because I mean, you could be really pessimistic. I mean, because a lot of things have happened over the course of what three, four years. It's 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 almost like a. This has been pretty frequent, it's right? Been, yeah, it's been steady. And if you see some pretty crazy things happen, I mean, we've seen a guy, Oscar Grant, handcuff mm -hmm. shot. Yeah. And we can, and that was on video. We could see that happening. Mm -hmm. Everybody calm. I think, I think they they, we're pretty much gonna be calm through it all. Yeah. <laughs> the the sad thing is they they more than likely will get off the hook. And it's just like, you know, at what point, like you said, it's been a steady base of, you know, two or three months here, you know, back to back here, things like that. All these types of altercations, like at what point does it become, you know, the last straw to break the camel's back? Where we might see, you know what I mean, some type of thing, you know, had that been, you know, you, Tach, you know what I mean? And then, you know, the family, your family, it's like you can't stop a person from you know, what I mean, taking it to that level. Exactly. You know. I mean, like, you know, say what you want. They got you know, Alton Sterling have five. What was he? Have five kids? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, all all they're gonna do is try to give the family some money. The money, yeah. Be, hush money. Not you know, not you know. You know, and you know, when you take that money, and at the end of the day, you you know, you realize like, you still feel like you know, you got mm -hmm. something got taken from you that you're never gonna get back. It don't matter how much money they give you. Mm -hmm. It's tough, man. It's tough. Um, it's another day. It's, it's Unfortunately, just like another day. Unfortunately, um, hey, I guess you know it's, it's no easy way to segue from this. Yeah, it's it's always tough. This is like yeah. that's it's just a frequent conversation. It's like I don't know. It's it's routine. Yeah, it's I remember you know, when we first started the podcast with the Eric Gardner situation. We spoke about that. Um, yeah. You know, it's. it's it's tough. It's tough, and you know, will officers get charged? Oh, um, you know, they they'll, they'll get charged. They'll get charged, but will they get yeah. convicted of anything? No, because it's it's 
it's a thing, you know. It's like if and you charge, if you if you try, uh, um, and there's a good chance that the one in, in the the second shooting in Minnesota, that one you is, could take a fall. Yeah, that's a chance, right? But the first two, not in Louisiana because no. it's that that, that takedown that the way it happened. It's like you can't. For them, I mean, you can't, I mean, like, they can't. Like, the prosecutors, you know, they can't take them down because now every time this happens over the country, now lawyers can refer to that case and how, you know. You set the precedent, yeah. Listen, nobody they're guilty, wants to, they're guilty too. That's true. Nobody wants to set that precedent. Yeah. No, and it's, and it makes so much sense. You know, it makes a lot of sense on, on that point where it's like, you know what I mean, because it's like, where do you draw the line? And... You know they're all they're all bad scenarios, man. They're just all bad, and it's like, you know, put yourself in that situation. It's easy to say, you know, from watching CNN in your bedroom with the AC on, in your basketball shorts, watching, you know, like I said, watching CNN. Say, oh, I would have listened to that police officer. He should just listen. But put yourself in that in that scenario. You know, two officers, you know, pretty much very loud screaming at you, saying, you know, come here, do this. It's like, what do you mean? Exactly. What do you mean? Why am I being stopped? Why am I? Why are you guys even over here? You know, so it just you know. It, yeah, you're not. If people say you know what they would have did in a situation yeah. that they would they were, they're not they're not in that they probably would never ever be in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's great to say what you could have would have did, mm-hmm. but it wasn't you. And if you were there, I'm pretty sure you would you would have reacted similarly. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean. It's just tough, and you know, hopefully, some justice will get served. We'll see. You know, we'll, we'll definitely. I'm pretty sure this won't be the last time we'll be talking about this. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, you know, let's uh, try to try to segue out of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you got enough of our political talks, for, you know, for for one day. Um, some more music came out, Taj. You know, I feel like we're having a little deja vu. Some uh, oh. Joe Budden's back at it again. Not letting up, this guy. A little this guy's not letting up. A little back to back on him. A little back to back on him. <laughs> he went back to back on him. Uh-huh. You guys missed last podcast though. We were talking about Joe Budden. Yeah. Um, he he came at Drake, you know, because Drake threw shots on um, Pope him and Calabasas and whatever, whatever. So now Joe's decided, you know what? He's not gonna hold his tongue. Don't do it, Joe. He's gonna go in and he's gonna kill this man. Murder. Making of a murder, That's right? True. That's true. They said you couldn't rap, Joe. <laughs> they said you couldn't rap. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you think it's going to be like a weekly thing where every week he's just going to chop one <laughs> until Drake was fine? I really do. I hope it. You know what? I wanted to be mad at that. At first, I was like, you know what, Joe? Don't do this, man, because yeah. you just look crazy. But you know what? After listening to the second disc, I like this, man. I kind of like the second one a little I, bit more. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, you I'm know. like, you know what, man? Keep going. And I like, you know, I like the consistency because he kind of threw shots at Meek again, too. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know what? I don't, I'm going to let it be known. I'm, he's like, I'm not taking sides. I don't mess with none of both of them. They could both get it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this, you know? Joe versus everybody. <laughs> it's like a little reminiscent of the old days, yeah. you know? Except it's, it's very one-sided right now. Yeah. But, you know, they say Drake is... Drake's getting ready. He's getting ready for it. He, he dropped a little picture on Instagram and said it was a picture of, of his hands bloody. Oh. And another picture of two girls. I don't know what that means, but and it just said coming soon or something like that. So this might be coming back. Drake might be taking his bait, man. 
It yeah. might be the dumbest move in rap history. I was about to say, do you think it's wise to take that bait? It's not wise, but this is it's, this is tough. You know, you a man. It's, Ego. It's only so yeah. many times somebody can slap you mm-hmm. before you gotta slap them back. True. Even though some of this and so and they told you, nah, Jay, don't do don't, it. Don't don't do it. Don't mind it. That doesn't even hurt you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even hurt you. And someone just keeps picking with you. At some point, you know, you just be like, forget it. I gotta say yeah. something. Cause like the meek, he kind of he had to do meek. Yeah. That was you know. Uh, a similar contemporary, almost the same stature. I mean, like we say, you know, Drake's the man, he's number one, but very similar, you know, they were, they were contemporaries. Um, Joe is, you know, he's an older guy, you know, didn't really have, hasn't had much commercial success. Yeah, a long time ago, right? Yeah, Some pump it up. three and all that. So, you know, for Drake to do this, it kind of looks like a, like a booby trap. You oh, know? definitely looks like a booby trap. Um, oh, man. You know, because I, if Joe let this out, I respect Joe, you know, as a lyricist, he can rap. Um, what if he has some like real heat that he has to, like think like? What if these are just like the the warm ups? If you and will? that's the scary thing because it just might be. What does Joe have to do? You know, he's not like he's busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's not> like, <laughs> so it's like you know he he in the lab working. Number one, what he does, he spits. Yeah. Everybody knows Joe. If you really if you really listen to rap, you know Joe Button. Spits. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a, he's a rapid rapper, right? Mm-hmm. So this is all he does, and it's not like he got some major tour coming up or this or that. A he don't got nothing music, but his podcast yeah. and you know Twitter. He's chilling. Mm-hmm. So you know you want to step into that zone because it's it's up to Drake to make this thing big. Mm-hmm. He Drake needs to address it one time and that's it. Mm-hmm. He done effed up. Joe got the green light now. Yeah. So yeah. I really hope Drake can hold it down because <laughs> if he steps into it, yeah. I I, I mean honestly, I, no, I take that back. Go ahead. I, I I hope Drake doesn't hold it down. I, I just would like to see it. I mean, I would like to see it, but if I was in Drake's camp, I would. But imagine Drake kills. See, all right. Let's say for all right in this scenario, what does he gain from killing him? Nothing. I mean, nothing from like his his fans, yeah. but from us. From us. But then what's you know is this kind of like a Pandora's box where. You know, Drake addresses Joe, then every other rapper can come at him to a certain extent. But but now Drake doesn't have to reply to him because he he replied to Meek already. So but, he did the yeah he he did the gangster rap thing. He did that, and now he did the what we Under, consider a real MC. A real MC yeah. killed. So now I'm gonna address nobody no more. Yeah. But I'm we done. said we said that with Meek though. We said once he killed Meek, he didn't have to address nobody. And we ain't know that's going. <laughs> <laughs> See that's the thing. I, I I I mean like you know I'm I'm on the fence a little bit because I feel like you know the hip hop. No, you're definitely right. It's gonna open up like people are gonna start coming out more because they see oh well if he replies to Joe he he should definitely reply, reply to me. But you know. And if Joe wins. Joe wins. It'll hurt. It'll put but chicken Joe armor. can't. But Joe can't. I don't know. I don't think win. Joe can win. He it can't. doesn't. Like these, these this is so good, and, mm-hmm. and he probably has more, mm-hmm. more. But he can't. He can't. Not right now. Drake See, don't. Cause Drake don't gotta really win through rap. His social media is gonna hold him down. Yeah. His fans are gonna hold him down. So the Even perception if, is yeah. gonna be that he he wins. All you have to do is put out an okay track mm-hmm. that kind of clowns Joe just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's good as long as he doesn't sound whack. As long as it's not charged up. As long as it's, it's something along the lines of a back to back, he'll be fine. 
Because his fans are gonna, they're gonna amp that up. And his fans love Charged Up too. Yeah, they did like Charged Up. You see, I kind of like Charged Up, but not as like a, a diss song. I yeah, just like it as I just like, like it as a song. As a song, yeah, yeah. I'm charged up. <laughs> but it's, if Drake replies, man, I don't know, Joe. You might be, you know. Sometimes you gotta let let sleeping dogs lay. You know, I don't know. If, but the thing is, Drake started it too, so I can't be mad at Joe. Yeah. But then, you know, Drake started it, but then Drake will be like, oh, Joe started it. He didn't like my album. But it's like. That's true. Well, it is. Then, too. But then it's like, who. Am I not entitled to an opinion? Nah, not against Drake, man. Not against Drake, right? Views is great. I thought we was above this, Joe. You don't get the art, Joe? Yeah, you don't get the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if Joe. No lie, if he drops another one next week on this next podcast, I'm gonna. I, I got. We gotta call out Drake. He has to. That's he, the thing. It's like because it's an it's ego like, thing. It's like a machismo thing. You can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't let a man. How many times you gonna let him? Nah. Slap you around. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta get him back now. I mean, we gonna. Uh, mm-hmm. We gonna see. I hope because this it was very uninteresting last week to me, yeah. but now I'm slightly interested. I know. Like, some of the lines were cool. Ways like. Uh, we want a party album, but you keep taking Take it. all of <laughs> I like, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I was like, you know what? That's the same things that people are thinking. Yeah, like he it. said it. He said it. You know, you know what? I like. We, we don't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, what they would say? Say he's like, you, you. But you're talking Jamaican or something. He's you're like, like you, yeah. you Croatian. You Jamaican. <laughs> whoever you hang with. <laughs> It's funny, it's funny. But the thing is, like, you know, if Drake drops a diss, then what if we start listening to it in clubs? Then you're done. Like, back to back. That's the thing. You're not going to hear these, these Joe disses to the club. Mm. You might hear him on, like, the Funk, the funk Flex show or something. Mm. But you ain't going to hear him spinning in the club. Nah, man. I mean, we'll see. I mean, either way, it's... it's, it's, it's I mean, Drake reply is coming. I mean, because cause that a French song, that Drake song. Oh, yeah, yeah, the initial, yeah. So, you know, he might be able to use that, depending on whatever he, whatever he said on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when is it coming out? Is it supposed to have uh, that It's supposed to have mid-game. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe French, maybe they was like, yo, hold on. Just sit on it, yeah. So yeah, cool. something's going on. Yeah, could be, could be. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Did you hear, I mean, and Joe dropped another song, too, I think, with like, uh, uh, it was a fab and Tory Lanez. Yeah, I kind of heard it, but this... I was more focused on the second yeah. Yeah, so It I was cool. Really... I mean, it was a cool, it was a cool song. You know what I mean? Talking about, you know, like, girls and stuff. So I think Fab was singing on it, right? Yeah, Fab was kind of... Like, sing- all the songs? Song? I, I wasn't feeling Fab's flow. Yeah. I'm not allowed. I wasn't feeling Fab's flow. I heard it. I, that's what I, that's the only thing I remember. Like, I was like, why, why is he singing like that? You know, Fab get the pass from me because, you know. Yeah, you get, yeah, he definitely got the pass from me. Trying to, I was just like. But I was like, yeah, I'm right. not, I, I hope there's not a lane that he, he, he tries to pursue. Uh, I was like, all right. Down the road. Um, and Tory Lanez was just pretty much like on the hook and stuff, so right. yeah, that's cool. It's cool. Um, some really, 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 really big news, Taj. Oh. Fourth of July shut the whole social media, ESPN. Oh yeah. You know, turned the world on its head. Oh yeah. Kevin Durant. Iceberg slam. Seventy-three and nine, best record ever. Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors. No! <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own perception. Um, just well, before we get into the the backlash, just logistically, like that team just looks like unstoppable. It looks on, yeah. it, on paper, it looks good. Yeah. They are going to be raining threes 
you know, because everybody in that team can shoot, pass, dribble, make a move, and it's like, dude, they're gonna be so fast. They're gonna, you, you arguably have three of the top, you know, three three point shooters in the world. You know what I mean? Especially like off the dribble, like you got guys like Kyle Korver and JJ Redick, you know, white guys who there you go. <laughs> who, who can shoot. But they are spotter shooters. You know, you got Clay, Curry, and KD who can off the dribble, yeah, create their shoot. own shot. You know, and it's just, I don't know who how these guys are going to be stopped. Well, still, you know, it's still it's only on paper so on far. Paper, We've seen a, there's been a few teams that have come on paper, on paper, and then when we got them, mm-hmm. <laughs> Howard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, just, it didn't really pan out. It's like, we got the chips already. <laughs> not one, not two. Um, you know, but we, ah, I li- I'm not even mad at Katie for making the move. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird because mm-hmm. you don't really see, you know, because they kind of spanked the Thunder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you wouldn't really they think had a, a competitive guy mm-hmm. to want to go play with the team that just wreck them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, you know, when you used to play the old um, basketball game, uh-huh. you lose when you press start, just switch it's to the out, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh no, we up now. He's down by 40, I'm up by 50 now. <laughs> oh, and I, I'm not mad at the move because I feel like they really sold him on something. And, you know, I was listening to reports and, and, and reading a lot of things and, you know, Kevin... Um, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr, and um, the logo, Jerry West, who's like one of the head consultants on the Golden State Warriors, they all went to the Hamptons, they met with Kevin Durant, and they sold him on a system, and they sold him on a team. You know, Steph Curry told him, I do not want to be the alpha male on this. This way, you know, if documented from saying from, you know, back sources, but something along yeah. the lines where he, Steph Curry said, it doesn't matter who the guy is. We run a system here, and I want to win multiple championships. And you on this team fit the system, and we, you know, not one of us is bigger than the system. And I think Kevin Durant kind of likes that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Even, like, when you see him playing with Russell Westbrook in those big moments, he kind of defers to Westbrook to a certain extent where, where Westbrook rises to the kid. He, he wants to be that alpha dog. Yeah. And yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He wants it, you know. And Kevin is more along the lines of, you. I want the team to be good. You know what I mean? I want to. So it, it, it's tough. And I really want to hear, you know, what he says. Do you think it had something to do with Westbrook? Like, he wasn't really getting I mean, that's what they say, right? That, that you know, yeah. like, I think I've heard on who, who Skip Skip Bayless. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it's it was Westbrook. You know, it's that. That he loves him as a friend, loves him off the court, but on the court, it just it doesn't work out. Especially down the stretch, yeah. when it's you know go time, they just like they don't they don't click. Mm-hmm. Westbrook wants to you know drive. He wants the ball. He wants to go. Mm-hmm. And Katie, like you said, I think more of a like system. It's the team that's make this happen. I need yeah. such as, but you know, I think it's just they don't work mm-hmm. as teammates. Cause Kevin Westbrook, and yeah. Westbrook is just a different kind of he's a not a system guy mm-hmm. yeah they're not cut they're not cut from the same cloth yeah. yeah he's you know he's the type of guy he sees one on you know he's on the fast break got a rebound he sees one on three and he's like well that's a bandage to me yeah, <laughs> 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 and it's like you know it's it's just weird and it's weird at first but i think it's good for the nba because it kind of creates you know remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about oh you know, the media loves the Warriors. They're the darlings. Now they're the villains. To mm-hmm. a certain extent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now you're the bad guys. 
And you know what? That pendulum is starting to swing towards LeBron's favor. Because everybody mm. gave LeBron crap. But now, if you think about it, all the pressure's off LeBron. He he won his one chip in Cleveland. Let's say he gets a final next year to the Warriors and they lose. The Cavaliers lose, let's say, for instance. Nobody's going to say, oh, LeBron no. couldn't get it done. I said, look at the team he was up it, against. So it's now all the pressure is off LeBron. And, you know, he's the underdog. For the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. For, like, one of the first times in his, in his career, um, you know, even this past finals, a lot of people had the Warriors favored. But when they, you know, when the Cavs won, it was, you know, it was no surprise. People praised LeBron. You know what I mean? So it's like, now it's, like, legit. Like, you know what? LeBron deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm, what? I'm not going to lie. I'm glad, he got, I'm glad he got that ring in because it's going to be tough. It's, it's, it's going to be extreme. It's going to be an interesting season mm-hmm. unless the team is a bus. Unless it's but and the only my only thing is they're they're very small, you know what I mean. So you got you know so you, you got these teams that are gonna try to beat them up down low. Um, but the thing is on defense, you know if they're playing Curry, Clay, Iguodala, KD at the four, Draymond at the five, yeah you're, you're a little small. But on the other side, you know your big men, you know you you don't want them big boys on the perimeter with Draymond. You know because I mean? think about it, you could have Draymond and KD at the th- at the, at the three point line. So now your bigs got to go out there yeah. with him, and you let Curry, you know, Curry and Clay go to work, run around ball screens. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be a lot of give and take, and you know it it makes for great basketball because you know you, we want to see it, we want to see these matchups. Got to see it. You know that's must see TV. Um, and the only thing that I really didn't like, you know, you had these guys like Charles Barkley in particular going around, uh, Stephen A. Smith, but a lot yeah, of the, he didn't like it. he didn't like it. But you know what, Stephen A. Smith, you know he. He doesn't have to deal with, the you know the type of burden that Kevin Durant does as a you know after every game, um, but Charles Barkley too he got me a little mad because it's like, you know he went off he called it weak he called Kevin Durant title chasing, and you know Barkley was like oh you don't have to have a ring, to be a great player. And you're right you don't Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, John Stockton. You guys are all-time great. But in today's world, in today's social media world, if you don't got a ring, it don't mean a thing. Like, I don't know when it happened, but that's all you hear about. That's all you hear about. Oh, LeBron isn't as good as Michael because he doesn't have three rings. LeBron isn't as good as Kobe. He don't got five rings. You know, they, they you throw these rings around. Oh, Dwayne Wade was always better than LeBron because he had one more ring in Miami mm. when they went. You know what I mean? So it's like they throw these rings around where it's like they're hard to get. So, yeah, Kevin Durant, he is going to get a ring because that's all you in the media care about. That's all you. That's the only way you value this person. Who you know puts his blood, sweat, and tears every night, averaging a career. He's he Kevin Durant is the third leading scorer in NBA history, points per game wise, not total points, but Kevin Durant averages twenty seven points per game, almost twenty eight, and you know what I mean it's like he gets killed for not having a ring. It's kind of like when you know LeBron and Cleveland, he would get killed for not having a ring, and it's like, you know, yeah, he went to a team where he likes those guys, he has a good friendship, and he, you know, is it gonna be easier? Yeah. Might get that ring. But I'm going to get that ring. That's the whole point, right? Get yeah. the ring. You guys did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. <laughs> you but could. we still got to see it in action. On paper, it sounds good. And you know what? It's going to be fantastic. Fantastic. 
mm-hmm. and NBA 2K17. Yeah, you know that that's gonna be everybody's favorite team in 2K17. Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like you know don't don't play for money because that's you're gonna be mad when you you know it's and a team like that is like made for just like 2K, just running around shooting, passing. Um, it it's tough. It's gonna be tough. I mean, but like it makes for great TV, and you know the NBA is really at a point right now where they're becoming like the finals just ended. And now, all of a sudden, NBA free agency, and it's like, you know, all right, so we're talking about it all July. Football comes August, September, and then back at it October. It's be, almost yeah. becoming that, you know, that 12-month-a-year tw- that sport where the off-season is just as important. Basketball is becoming that, yeah. you know, they're they going for that top slot. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Why not? And they're throwing a lot of money out there. That's what I'm saying. The money's getting mm-hmm. real. You might have to lace them up, Tati. You know? I might. Man. Give me one chance. <laughs> Give me one shot. They're throwing a lot of money you out know? there. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see. It, it'll make for great TV either way. Um, yeah. I think that's, you know, that's a good note to end it on, Tati. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, once again, you know, let us know. Show us the love. Twitter. Instagram. All that stuff. I'm Touch Boom. That was Jay Rosa. Thanks. Stay with me. We got pulled over for a busted tail light in the back. And the police just he's 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 covered. He they killed my boyfriend. He's licensed, he's carried to he's licensed to carry. He was trying to get out his ID and his wallet out his um pocket and he let the officer know that he was he had a firearm and he was reaching for his wallet and the officer just shot him in his arm we're waiting for a back I will sir no worries I will he just shot his arm off we got pulled over on Larpener I told him not to reach for it I told him to get his hand open you told him to get his ID sir and his driver's license oh my god please don't tell me he's dead Please don't tell me my boyfriend just went like that. Keep your hands where they are, please. Yes, I will, sir. I'll keep my hands where they are. Please don't tell me this, Lord. Please, Jesus, don't tell me that he's gone. Please don't tell me that he's gone. Please, officer, don't tell me that you just did this to him. You shot four bullets into him, sir. He was just getting his license and registration, sir. Get the female passenger out. Right now, with your hands up. Let me see your hands. Exit now. Keep them up. Keep them up. Where's my daughter? You got my daughter? Face away from me and walk backwards. Walk backwards towards me. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Get on your knees. Get on your knees. Ma'am, you're just being detained right now until we get this all sorted out, okay? They threw my phone, Facebook. Please don't tell me, Lord Jesus, please don't tell me. Okay, no, please don't tell me my boyfriend. Please don't tell me he's gone.
I'll take care of that, okay? Can you just stand right here for stand me? Right here. Don't Go ahead. Before you take the handcuffs off, you can walk through. Can you search her before I'm... Okay. I can't at all. It's, it's got to be processed, okay? Okay. Well, you have to do what you're saying. Okay. Tell me, Dad. Okay. Is that, is that your phone? We in the back seat of the police car. Phil's sister called me. The police just shot my boyfriend for no apparent reason. Okay. 
My phone is about to die. They shot him. He shot him three times because we had a busted tail light. He asked them for license and registration. He told them that man that it was in his wallet, but he had a like a pistol on him because he's licensed to carry. And the officer told him, don't move. And as he was putting his hands back up, the officer shot him in his arm about four or five times. I'm on Larpenter and Fry. Whoever can come to Larpenter and Fry. That's where I'm at. I'm going to need a ride home. We is on Larpenter and Fry. Alize, if you can come to Larpenter and Fry, we right here in Roseville. They got the Roseville police. They got me handcuffed. My phone is about to die. I'm on Larpenter and Fry. The, the, the Roseville police department just shot my boyfriend. They shot him four times. He's licensed to carry. We had a busted tail light. And we have some weed in the car. That's about it. It was a Chinese police officer that shot him. He's Chinese. He's about five, 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 six and a half. Heavy set guy. He asked him for his license and registration, which was in the back of his pocket, because he keeps his wallet in his pocket. And as he went to reach, he let the officer know before he was reaching that he had a firearm on him. And before he can let the officer know anything, the officer took off shots. About four or five rounds was shot. And my boyfriend, I don't know what condition he's in. I don't know if he's okay or if he's not okay. I'm in the back seat of the police hand car, in the back seat of the police car, handcuffed. I need a ride. I'm on Larpenter and Friday. Got machine guns pointed. Don't be scared. My daughter just witnessed this. The police just shot him for no apparent reason. No reason at all. They asked for license and registration. That's the police officer over there that did it. With the black on. I can't really do shit because they got me handcuffed. I can't believe they just did this. I'm fucking... Fucking fire! Ah! It's okay. I'm Y'all please pray for us, Jesus, please, y'all. I ask everybody on Facebook, everybody that's watching, everybody that's tuned in, please pray for us. Sister, I know I just dropped you off, but I need to be picked up. I need Alizé to call my phone. 